0: everyone, welcome to the College Shortcuts podcast. My name is Neha Gupta. I'm the founder of College Shortcuts and helping students all the way from middle school through graduate school understand what it takes to package yourself and get that it factor and stand out and get any admissions that you want for the undergrad, graduate level, jobs, internships, and more. I hope you enjoy this podcast. I'll be answering a lot of great questions from people that really want to know answers. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Morning, everybody. So I've got a great question from a mom who's got a senior. And the question is, my child does not want to take the SAT. They refuse to take the SAT. One of the strategies that I've heard um, that also works for admissions, even though they've made good grades, is to um, go to community college the first two years and then transfer into, for example, a UC school. So great question from a mom. I know how frustrating that must be that your child doesn't even wanna try to take the SAT. And you know, we all know that the UC system has said they don't need the SAT or um, ACT at this point. So I can see why the student is saying, why should I take this test if I really don't have to take it? So understood, I get it. Um, And honestly, the SAT, ACT is pretty painful Uh, for the families that are applying to schools like an MIT, which now require uh, the SAT again. uh, We had a few of our families have to fly uh, because the testing place that they wanted to get it at was canceled. Um, So what I want to do is kind of answer this question in a few ways. One, is the SAT important or not? If you've got a 10th, 11th grader, the rules may change. MIT has stated they want that test back, um, so they're going to take that test back and they usually set the tone for a lot of other schools. So is it better to study for it? Yes. Is it better if you apply and you have an SAT score that's higher than the median average of what they expect? Yeah, it makes you more competitive in the admissions process. So. For example, MIT's average is like a 1550 to a 1580, for example, so, and I know that's very high for some of the parents who are like, what? I know, it's a high score, I get it. Um, But if your student is great at test taking or if you have the ability to get tutors, we do obviously tutoring for uh, students if you need that, um, then yes, taking the SAT and Getting a good score makes you more competitive. It is the entrance exam uh, for college. So they like to see that. Um, if your child's refusing to take it and they just want to stay in California schools um, and you want to send them, and they're thinking, let me go to community college first and then go to a UC school, there's a huge difference in education. Um, you know, first you really want to think about. Um, One, what is it like to transfer versus to be there all four years? So think about your own experience. If you had to join into your university, wherever you went to school, you know, even if it's in the US, when you transfer in, you're never really part of the crew that starts immediately. So if your child lacks social skills, that's gonna be hard to make sure you have friends and make sure your, you know, part of that orientation, you miss like so much of US college culture in the freshman and sophomore year when you transfer in. So I just wanna first say that the bonds that get created between the students who started um, at that university versus the ones that transfer in, you can't even compare it. So if you're looking at it from an alumni network perspective, you've kind of shot yourself in the foot a little bit especially if you're coming in second year. I mean, at that point, those friendships are all done. They figured who, who's cool, who's part of the groups, who are in what classes. So you're just like a random new person that jumps in. So I think that's important. If we're talking about you know, college culture and experience, it's not a great experience when you transfer. You have a lot to uh, kind of swim up against. Um, also, in terms of attending a community college, so I remember when i was in high school i was taking some dual classes at hcc um, and they were nothing like the kids that i was at at my top private school in um you know houston and i'll say that the big thing about that is like you are who you spend time with so if you're taking a child and putting them into a community school and then sticking them into a top university, that's a pretty big culture shock uh, to go from one to the next, right? Like that's not easy. So from my perspective, like if I if I were to have a child and we were doing a college admissions process, obviously I have a lot of ways that I would help them to get in and make sure they're in a good spot and all that. But um, when push comes to shove, I would never send my kid to a community college first and then go to the next Um, that that would just not be a route that I personally take Um, but it it boils down to just the fact that transferring while yes you can have a higher chance of getting in why not just do it right the first time it's kind of how I look at it so hope that helps in terms of uh, a response on you know SAT taking it versus not taking it how to get a barometer for it and I want to be very clear SAT prep happens end of 10th grade through 11th grade and should be done by June of 11th grade max. I was talking to a mom yesterday who was like, yeah, isn't that something you do senior year? And I was like, absolutely not. No. (laughs) For all the families that just took it this Saturday that were seniors, like, that was it. That's your last hurrah. And you shouldn't have waited that long. Like Most students have the math and English skills in 11th grade to take it. and it's something you can practice outside of school, like you don't need to have, um, to have waited that long. So if you do need tutoring, you know I'm always here. Uh, we've got a few spots left for tutoring. Um, my sister company, where we used to start off as a tutoring company, uh, is where we do a lot of our tutoring for students. It's all done online um, and it's great. We see at least a 200 point increase in most of our students um, just because uh, of how great we are at it. Um, So I hope that answers the question on SAT. Some great news from a mom in this group. I'm super pumped. Her child is now gonna be part of my group monthly mentorship program. I am so excited. This kid is super cool. And they signed up to do um, one of our application packages. So I can't wait to package this student. Um, I just love it when, I mean this is why I love what I do, When, when it comes together like that where a parent is like, you know, learns about us and then they like schedule a call and then they make a decision for their child's future, I just, I get so into it for them because the energy that that parent and family gives me makes it clear they're serious. I mean, I love it when I see that level of decision making. Um, so I'm super pumped, just got a great message this morning. So excited. I can't wait to help this student. We've had, just in this last three days, I've had quite a few students sign up for mentorship monthly um, and then also for application help. We've had uh, a few families sign up for that too and reserve their spots for their 11th graders because I'm taking it on early next year. Um, this upcoming year, I'm doing something completely different than I've ever done before where before with our application package, it used to be that uh, for our upcoming 11th graders or so, you get paired with someone on my team. This upcoming year, for every family that signs up early, you will be getting group and some one-on-one time with me. So that's why I'm only taking on 50 students max for next year um, because I can't replicate myself very easily. <laughs> And uh, not everyone has my unlimited energy and and insanely nerdy passion about college admissions. So um, I'm super excited about next year because I'm gonna be pouring so much into that class uh, from an admissions perspective. Like they're just gonna be such cool kids by the time I'm done with them. And I know you might be struggling with your teenager because they're rebelling against you. But I want to let you know I'm pretty much the most rebellious teenager you've ever met. Um, I was impossible. I mean my mom and I would scream at each other so bad she'd like, I mean I can't say. But she, let's just say she was very upset a lot. Um, with me. So anyways, I hope you guys are having a great Sunday. I've got um, tomorrow, I can't believe it, I have calls from 11 to 7. I have a 30 minute break to like stuff something into my mouth to eat lunch um, <laughs> around 2 but you guys have been booking nonstop, which is crazy awesome. Um, But I'm super excited about tomorrow. Tonight I have calls from uh, 2.30 to 6. Um, And then I've got my VIP client um, who has booked interview prep with me because they wanna get into the number one uh, high school. Um, So I'm super pumped about that too. Anyways, hope you guys are having a great Sunday. I just love it when I see families make decisions because it just I just love all these kids and I get to like, woo, I get to like pour energy into them. So if you are interested, we've got spots left, but it looks like they're going to go pretty fast. I mean, I had 25 enrollment calls this last week and we'll see how long uh, we can do that <laughs> uh, just because of how busy we're getting. But hope you guys are doing awesome this weekend. I don't take long weekends. I work pretty much seven days a week. So If you are taking a break, make sure to say something amazing to your teenager. Share one thing you love about them, um, even if you're frustrated with them because you never know how long you have with them. So have an awesome day. Bye everyone.